Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Delta Tech podcast and in today's episode we have Sara. Hi Sara. Hi Aditya, thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Um can you just tell us a little bit about yourself which university you're going to be attending, what you're planning to major in and just like a quick bio about yourself. Definitely. Um hi everyone. My name is Sara Dahia. I just finished my schooling at the Millennium School in Panipat, Haryana. and i will be starting at harvard university this september although i'm not quite sure of what i'll be pursuing i'm majorly inclining towards applied math and maybe combining economics and biology in the process so yeah definitely looking forward to that wow really fascinating um so what really got you into um say applied math and like what do you want to kind of do while combining it with say econ or biology i think just that i wasn't really interested in one particular subject and i thought math sort of allowed me to make connections with different subjects very uh, seamlessly and i had an interest in biology and i never got to explore humanities while being in high school so i some thinking of trying it out in college and maybe pursue and see how that applies to with i mean how that combines with math and possibly find out what finance really is and yeah just yeah. take uh, explore things that i w- wasn't able to explore in high school very well definitely i think that's an advantage of studying in the us as compared to like schooling in india because over there you can like explore wide variety of topics ranging from like you can be a physics major and like still study american history and american culture so there's like all subjects that you can possibly think of whereas here you're limited to like one particular stream so yeah that's just Absolutely. something that you need to note if you are debating whether to um consider doing it in india or us so tell us how you found the application process in general okay I'm, this is yeah just like contrary to like very popular belief people just hate the application process and i think now that i think of it it was actually a very reflective process and i and although i wouldn't do it ever again but i think it was kind of fun writing about myself and because while writing my essays i sort of made a timeline of my entire life so it was sort of nice to see the things that i've done up until now and it was a good culmination of all my years in school so i really enjoyed it i agree like these essay prompts they make you think about yourself that like topics that you haven't even thought about yourself before like they make you dig deep into what is really important to you mm-hmm. so that's just a really good way to get to know who you are as a person so definitely agree with that exactly yeah. exit yeah i had existential crisis every single day and uh, up until i submitted all my applications so mm. it was nice it was i mean it was tense but it was nice right so um what were some of the extracurricular activities that you were involved in throughout high school sure um one of my like one of the major one of the activities that i felt very passionately towards for projects were community service projects uh they were most most of them that i pursued were related to people with special needs although earlier on the the ones that i pursued in 10th and 11th grade weren't very long lasting and didn't have as much as impact as the one that did in 12th but i think that sort of um you know molded my interest i mean it directed me towards my passion and my and my love towards my community and that sort of led to uh 
you know the initiation of the the project that I did in twelfth grade. So what it essentially what we what I essentially did in that was, um, so my town doesn't really have any student-run organizations, and neither does my school. So that was the first of its kind in my town in my city. And what we did was we had online sessions wherein children with and without special needs came together and interacted with each other. We had art events. We had sort of with every activity we had an intrinsic value connected to it. So while we were learning together, there was a value attached to it. So we talked about social emotional learning within them, and yeah, things like that. So that was definitely one of it. And like I said, previous projects pertaining to people with special needs that I explored. Well, I listed them in my common app, although I told them that I couldn't make a substantial impact through them. I was sure to list them because I want them to understand the journey uh, towards that, towards the last project that I did. Um, the second one was, oh yeah, similar, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention. This project that I did was, uh, was I mean, it was born out of a competition I was involved in. It was called Technovation Girls, where you had to make an app for whatever community service pro project you feel very passionately towards. And it sort of uh, it, it was sort of the starting point of that project. Um, this, one of the second activities that I did was air pistol shooting. And before everybody gets scared after hearing the word, it's really not uh, dangerous. It's I, I read somewhere that it's one of the safest sports next to thumb wrestling or something. So it's a very quiet and peaceful sport. Um, I yeah, I dedicated a lot of time to it. I played and I had I played until nationals. I won a couple of medals at nationals in, as well, and I tried out for the Indian team. So that was definitely somewhere on the top of my list. Uh, other things were just um, just involvements in school. Although my school doesn't have any formal clubs, I was a part of the only student-run thing that my school has. That's the editorial board, and then mentoring my juniors about MUNs, debates, and speeches like that. Um, what else? Let me. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, and then all my activities sort of were very community-focused. I mean, were based in my own town. So one of them was a fundraiser that I did last year for distributing. Uh, dry ration kits in my hometown and then another one was a research project that was still going on at the time of the application process but i listed it in my harvard application wherein i analyzed um air pollution levels and how that and how the lockdown sort of impacted that in my city besides them there were there were um research not research projects but somewhat like that over summer that i pursued and yeah, I think that sums up it pretty much. So a lot of STEM and then community service projects and then sports, but kind of touched upon every single thing. Awesome. Uh, very fascinating, especially the, the air pressure shooting one, like one of the only people, you're one of the only people who I know who actually does that. So that's, I think, very unique to you. Um, so when did you like figure out that, okay, you want to apply to the U.S.? Um, or when you want to study abroad, like, did you figure it out early on in ninth or like, were you one of those people who figured it out in like, say 10th or 11th? Because I know a lot of people figure it out late, but some people have this thing, like, since they were a kid, they were like, yeah, I really want to go to the US. So which path were you on? Yeah, definitely the second one. Um, I sort of made the decision at the end of 10th grade when we were supposed to choose our streams for 11th. Because hmm. um, I think, so if 
had I applied to colleges in India, I didn't want to. I want. I didn't want to be limited to like only my academics because I was so heavily involved in sports that I thought that I missed out a very important aspect of my personality. And I really wanted colleges to know what I'd done throughout the years. So and just just and one more point to that was, Indian colleges don't offer the flexible as much as flexibilities as colleges overseas do. And I wasn't very sure of what I wanted to do, so I thought if I apply abroad and if I study there, I will have much more flexibility in terms of what I study, and I, I will—I mean, I will have a greater chance of exploration into humanities or subjects I didn't even know existed uh, in colleges abroad. So definitely both of those points. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so if you were to put yourself in the shoes of the admissions officer who read your application file. what do you think is the one factor that was like okay she's into harvard versus all the other people who get rejected so what do you think made you stand out or made you get into harvard well that's an interesting question um i take a moment to think about it um uh, maybe just like oh this is going to sound like i don't want it to be a pity party but i will say it because uh it i think in influ- it influenced it a bit i think um they'll say that like even in the face of lack of resources in that are available in my town even though it's a tier 3 city or tier 2 we ha- we have relatively lesser resources so i'd say mm-hmm. even in the face a face of like scarcity of resources she did so much in stem and social good and sports and was an all right student as well so i think there wasn't very there wasn't a spike so to say but there were things everything just seemed very appealing together when when tied together mm-hmm. so yeah that makes sense it does yeah um so it's more about like um this is something that's very important for our listeners it's not about how or what exactly you do but it's more so about how you utilize the resources um so especially when discussing extracurricular activities i feel like this is a note that we must mention because um like especially for people whose schools don't offer um those many extracurricular opportunities because especially schools in india are like very academic focused um like you might have a few sports teams here and there but the concept of clubs as such isn't very prevalent yeah. um so a lot of kids come up and they're like hey my school doesn't offer this my school doesn't offer that what do i do is it going to like degrade my application and the answer is no cuz your application is evaluated in your special circumstantial context so like don't stress about that too much um yeah that was my definitely i like to advice. add on to that yeah no that was wonderful i definitely want to add on to that i mean to make the admissions officer better understand your story in high school you need to utilize the additional information section as best as you can i think you because i made sure to mention that my school doesn't offer any formal clubs and the only student run organization was this this and i was involved in it and another thing if you were someone who pursues any sports be sure to mention how much time it takes if you commute to some other place and how much time it takes you because that uh, i commuted to delhi and it was like 2 to 3 hours one way every weekends so i was sure to mention that because that took up a lot of my time and it was just to give the admissions officer a better sense of how i utilize my time uh, throughout the week and yeah okay that's a very insightful thing and you're like the first one to give that tip on this podcast so kudos on that um so i remember you saying you were an all right student and like especially since 
you go into harvard like everyone wants to know what grades does it take or like what kind of student should you be to get into harvard so like could you shed some light on your academic performance definitely um wait i'll just go on listing my grades from 9th to 12th i'm in a cbse school if that gives context uh in 9th grade i scored 96% in uh in 10th grade i got 98.6% in 11th i had a uh, pcm and over there i had 93% it might be 92 93 i'm not too sure and 12th grade i don't know there's a santi out yet but i think i had somewhere around somewhere from 90 to 92% in my midterm so um, um yeah do you take any ap exams i did i did i took three ap exams i took ap calculus ap calculus pc ap statistics and physics c mechanics and i got five in all three of them wow congrats um thank you so uh, oh like, yeah i'm sorry i forgot to mention yeah uh, i'm sorry I, i'm so sorry to interrupt no, you okay. but i took i submitted my sct scores as well i think that was your next question yeah. um it was i submitted a 720 in the reading and writing section and 800 in the math section and i submitted i took the subject tests as well only the math two subject test uh-huh. and i did not i and i did not have a, a perfect score it was 780 which i i mean i felt very bad about it back then but i don't think it makes as much of a difference right now anything above 750 is good yeah All right. Um so this is like hypothetical question. Say you could rewind time and go back to like the application process phase all over again. What is one thing that you would do different um in comparison to what you have done? Um Wait, I think I would there isn't anything that i would change about my application i'm pretty much satisfied with whatever i submitted to colleges and i think that gave them a pretty good sense of the person that i was but i just spread a little less uh if i could go back i think the whole process because and i think i wouldn't read people's essays i mean you know the admissions uh, accepted essays on youtube because that sort of uh, t- uh changes your perception of how to present your ideas through essays and uh, you i mean unwittingly you sort of recreate those types of essays when you don't really have to do that your essays are essays can be anything it doesn't have to be the same level of vocabulary as they do and it doesn't have to be the same pattern in which other people write it although my my final product and my final common app essay wasn't anything like that uh but initial attempts i tried to, in my initial attempts i tried to, i tried to write the way that other people did and didn't work out for me and it took me some time to realize that so definitely if i could go back i wouldn't i would from the very beginning i would just write in my own way yeah that's i think that also ties in a lot with your story and like your genuinity because not everyone's essay type is the same or the way they write is the same so that's really good piece of insight um so like i know that high school students they research on colleges before applying so they they like find what type of academic cultures there the social cultures the extracurricular opportunities if it meets 
um, what they're looking for, right? So uh, I know you haven't been to like campus officially, but I'm sure you've interacted with a few people from Harvard and got like a general sense of the vibe of the people there. So how different is Harvard from what you've researched? Um, wait, okay, from what I gathered, you meant to ask that when I initially applied, how, how does it bear differences from that research to how I found it right now, right? Correct, yes. Um, it's a very funny story. I didn't. I think I wouldn't have applied to Harvard. It was a very last-minute decision, so I didn't do a lot of research on it. My mom just encouraged me to apply on the very last day, and I thought, wow, $85 for a rejection letter. Let's just do it, and like, let's just give it a shot. And then the interview happened. Yeah, and then I didn't put in a, a lot of research into it before my, until before my interview. So um, I think one similarity that I found after interacting and before researching was definitely that people are very, very ambitious there. And that doesn't mean that they will trample you down for, to get opportunities or take things from you. They definitely, they're still very, I mean, they, they love to collaborate with you. They love encouraging people to explore different options. And I think one of the things that I really, really like in the president's address was that uh, they said that we recommend that you take things you've never taken before in your first semester. And I found that very nice because people are usually, the people usually go into college thinking that we'll, from the very outset, we'll take, we'll take as much as courses on our uh, particular major mm -hmm. from the very outset. But I don't think you have to do that. It's, it's very important that when you're in a college, you explore all the options that it gives, and especially in a liberal arts setting where you have so many different, uh, you know, academic routes to take and your yeah and i think that definitely impacts that oh i think i didn't ask your question at all that different that went to a completely different uh route um differences i, I see i didn't research before so i don't think i can I'm, I'm the right person to you know point out any differences in them but from what i've gathered right now is that the community is just like every other college's community was just more ambitious, I guess. And yeah. Fair enough. Um, so considering that college application processes are getting like very competitive and like this year, 2021 was like, it was the most competitive year because like they made a standardized test optional. So a lot of people who wouldn't have applied to like these top schools because they wouldn't have had the test scores, um, they did apply anyway. So like, and we're seeing that this trend is gonna continue because um, it doesn't seem that they're gonna make test uh, testing compulsory. So what would you say, or how would you recommend high school students to stand out um, among such a competitive crowd? I think that, yeah, definitely that leaves, that only leaves room for it your essays and extracurricular activities and you best need to, I mean, yeah, and academics through school as well. So that, that's the minimum, I mean, that's the bot, uh, bottom line. You need to do well in academics in school if uh, standardized testing wouldn't exist anymore. And your community service efforts and your academic ventures, when you, whatever academic ventures you list into your uh, extracurricular section, should prove your, I mean, your ability to take courses. Yeah, and AP subjects, I think, I, yeah, one, one point I wanted to point out before as well, if you, I recommend taking AP tests just to, even though colleges don't recommend it on their websites, just to show the colleges that you're 
capable of handling the level of rigor uh, college courses have to offer. Um, yeah, coming back to your question, I think your community service uh, ventures or whatever extracurricular activities you take need to give out, uh, need to be more impactful. They need to show more of your personality and the academic ventures you list in your extracurricular section should be, uh, I think they, they should be more in number, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so did you submit, like I know Harvard has like an optional essay, but they don't require all students to submit it. So did you submit the optional supplemental essay? I did. I did. It was, and I think it was the best essay that I wrote. So it was a good decision submitting it because my admissions officer pointed it out in her email to me. Um, it was on my community, I think. Yeah. So it was based, uh, it was. I wrote it about my, it was the community essay and I wrote it on my city and it basically talked about how my city it has like it's called the cast off capital and how it shapes blankets it, 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 I mean clothes into blankets and it makes pickles and how it plays such a such a crucial role in changing th- the identity of things but the people in itself are not recognizing their identity and the history that Panipat has so wow yeah that's deep yeah Um, so I know that different students have different ways of approaching their essays right like some people work best when they have their essays due in like a month whereas some people start like six to seven months early and some people take down bullet points and just you know jot down their ideas first and then go to that first draft so like each person has their own way of doing essays so what was your style of approaching the essays right I think different ways worked out for different essays. So my common app essay, I sort of, uh, the way that it went was first, I listed an experience that I had before and then uh, sort of what the lesson that I learned from it and how that influenced an extracurricular activity that I undertook. And it, and at the end of that, I sort of combined the things that I learned from that extracurricular activities to the experience I listed before. But when I went on to writing it again, like I mentioned before, I made a timeline of my life. I saw things that impacted me the most and sort of uh, um, tried to make connections within them and see how that worked out. For other essays that, you know, asked you about your interest in majors and why you want, why you want to apply to that school, I made bullet points that I wanted to cover. And then I went on to write about that. Okay. Um, so... Coming to my last question, if you could leave one message to high school students on any topic regarding college admissions, what would that one message be? Yeah, I think I definitely, um, one of the best advice that I got from, I think the internet only, was that treat your college application like a story. It's your story at the end of 18 years of your schooling. And you need the uh, admissions officers to best understand your story. So. T- don't reiterate any of the information you give in any essays. Um, try to give out different values through each of your essays and just talk about things that are most impactful to you and pursue only pursue activities that you strongly, strongly resonate with. And I think you'll be just fine. Just take it easy and you'll be fine. Awesome. Um, That was lovely advice. Um, And that is a good note to end this episode on. Once again, thank you so much for taking out the time and coming on this podcast. 
Thank you for having me, Aditya. It was lovely.